This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's say we do it. It's Thursday. It's nice to have you with us. What's up, my son, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. You know, I uh, when I'm doing like show prep for the show, I also check out uh, other than the, the sports sites. I always look at like TMZ and Page Six and this sort of thing because sometimes there's like athlete related things of in there. But I saw a story about uh, Johnny Depp. Now, I had heard in the past, I don't know where, I must have read this in similar periodicals in the past. I had read that uh, Johnny Depp is somebody who has like a, a an unpleasant odor about him. Really? Yeah, this is what I had read, that he doesn't shower a lot. He's got an unpleasant odor about him. This article that I was reading uh, yesterday was about, and there were photos to back this up, his teeth are rotting right out of his head. You're kidding. No. He's got all jacked up, so is rotting he just teeth. natural type guy? I guess so. But that would people's teeth, bad teeth. Oh, it's bad when someone smiles off. and they have terrible teeth. Yeah, people's teeth really throws me yeah. off. I hear you. Like I just, I'm, I get, I start to think about what people's breath smells like. Also, the pain they must endure in their mouth. Yeah, like if you have bad teeth, at some point, crap's rotten in there. Yeah, and it's going to end up like it's going to be painful. They have said in the past, before medicine really be- and dentistry became a thing, that if you would have rotting teeth, that that's connected to your brain somehow. Your your teeth because they're in your head, and that people who have had rotting teeth have had like brain situations. Yeah, I don't want a brain situation. No, that not from me. rotting teeth. No, no, I don't want the rotting teeth, and I don't want a brain situation. Yeah, who you blame parents for that? If people have bad teeth. I would think you have to know. Yeah. I mean, if you're not taught properly, you're not taught properly. I yeah. mean, I can't imagine someone has grown up brushing their teeth twice a day, you know, flossing. I'm not going to be one of these people that says flosses every day, three times, flossing a few times a week, uses the mouthwash. And then all of a sudden when they become an adult, it's like, I'm free. No more. No <laughs> way. You won't get me doing no. this anymore. I'm an you, adult. As you're an I would think after all those years plus visits to the dentist, you realize how important that is. Yeah. You wouldn't just stop doing it unless it wasn't important in your youthful ages. I don't know. Yeah. Even like when I'm super tired on like, you know, during the week, I'm clearly in such a routine. My life, I do everything at the same time. On the weekends, I get off of that routine. But And there are some times where I am dead tired 
And I'm like, I do not want to brush my teeth. It doesn't go take to anything to brush your teeth. Right, but I do it. You just get up and do it. I do it. And I, have I to do it. I do, I floss once a day at okay. night. At nighttime, I do the, and then uh, both both brushings of the teeth, the morning and at night, I also Listerine it. Right. Until it burns. And if I ain't feeling the burn. I read something. Well, you talk. I'm going to find I'm gonna it. I'm say, if I'm not feeling the burn, I don't feel like it's working. I actually wanted to bring this up to you. About Listerine or mouthwash? Or? Yeah, that it's actually bad for you yeah, in the long you know, run. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. The, you know, all these crazy ingredients people that I follow on Instagram. Yes. They're all against toothpaste that contains fluoride. Fluoride is no good, too. Yeah, and they're against the, the harsh chemicals in Listerine. But I asked my dentist. He looked at me like I was crazy when I was talking about. I agree. Like, That's where it's like there's so much information out there. You yeah. can pattern a story any way you want to. Here's the thing: like I do not have. I go to the dentist every six months. I don't have cavities. I'm clear. Whatever I'm doing, I don't want to change up now. It's working. Right. Right. So why would you change? I'm not going to change, change. What's not broken? I'm not going to change. I agree with but, you. But, yeah, people are like, oh, no, Listerine is too harsh. Use this Dr. Bronner's. I'm like, Dr. Bronner's? I I want Listerine. <laughs> I want burnings. I want to get what my, all the products my dentist has. So I see Listerine at the dental office. That's what I want to use. Okay. You know what I mean? Whatever I you trust like. Them. I like Scope. Scope? Mm-hmm. I haven't had Scope in a long time. I'm not sure why. I guess it's just because... I probably would have gotten scope if I went for Listerine and it wasn't available. I'd yeah. be like, okay, I'll get scope. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure the same ingredients. Very similar, I would think. Yeah. It, it, that kind of is what it is. Yes. You would think. There used to be one called ACT. Yeah, they still have ACT. Which ACT, back then, and maybe it still is, ACT was a pre-toothbrush uh, thing. You rinse with ACT first, then you brush your teeth, then you mouthwash. I don't know. My kids use ACT. What order do you do your stuff? Brush like, my teeth and then mouthwash. If you were going to floss, where would you floss? First. Yes. What's weird is we were taught growing up, and even when you go to the dentist, they they brush your teeth first, then they floss you. And then mouthwash. And then mouthwash. Right. But I don't... I'm not against the flossing first. Mm-hmm. And then you brush out whatever. I like getting the crap out first, yes. loosening it up. Right. And then let the brush do the work. But definitely Listerine is last. Yes, always has been. It's a great feeling when you walk out of the bathroom after you use the, the mouthwash. Oh, yeah. Oh, how about this? Another thing I was reading on the internet, that you're not supposed to rinse after brushing your teeth. Okay. Like you brush your teeth, you spit out. What genius is this now? I don't know. So, so it was on the It was, on, it the was on the internet. It's got it was on the true. internet, Jerry. <laughs> And then people were looking at the directions on toothpaste, and the, the never in there says rinse after use. Yeah, no, come on, stop. But again, I go to the dentist, guess what if they everything's say? everything's working, everything's working. Right. When I go to the dentist and they get done brushing my teeth, they say rinse. Yeah, absolutely, all the time. Isn't it weird when you go to the dentist and they floss you? There's a lot of things that are really weird when you go to the dentist. Floss me. Pretty much. It looks. It feels so strange. Nothing worse, too, when you have a dental hygienist that's really attractive and you're sitting with your mouth Ooh. wide open. <laughs> and she's scraping. And, she, and she's trying to talk to you. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I, like I said, I'm very diligent with my brushing twice a day, flossing once a day, Listerining twice a day. I go to the dentist every six months. And I still, when I go in there, it is a scrape job going on. 
<laughs> right? I'm like, my gosh, I'm not eating candy. I'm not eating. I know. I know. You would think I'm eating candy apples all they, day long. You're, you want to go in once. They brush your teeth, look and say, and they just. Congrats. Sir, this is fantastic. We're done. Have a great. We'll see you in six months. This might be the best floss job I've ever seen. <laughs> the best uh, floss and brushing job I've ever seen. Congratulations. That is tremendous. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I got. It. I still have to go to the dentist. Now, I told you the other day I was heading on my way home from work. They called me on my way there. Canceled. Really? Yeah, the girl called out sick. Wow. Hygienist. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, so now it's still on the docket, Jerry, for oh. like uh, first week of June. I got that to look that forward threw to. threw you off. Threw me all off. Yeah. I was all prepared. I brought my toothbrush to work. <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, did you see the story about the... Probably not. I'm going to bring this up for you because i got to get the details. It involved our sports station in Chicago. Really? Yeah, Chicago. No, I didn't see it then. Producer. No. The score? Uh, the score in Chicago, I feel like that's yeah. like my adopted station since I go there and work there once a year. Oh, the score is. Okay, let's see. All right. So you might recall that uh, there's a guy, Jason McIntyre. I think he's the guy who writes for The Big Lead. Okay. He he was a guest or a co-host sometimes with Colin Cowherd on his radio show, mm-hmm. and they got to talking about Chicago. Oh, is this one where we call it Beirut? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason McIntyre said Chicago's a dump. It's uh, he, it, he said, "quote It's like a war zone right now. It's like Afghanistan." Oh, that's what he said. Okay, that's what it was. Okay. So they got to talking about it on this local uh, Chicago sports talk show, and the producer, a producer like myself, who gets to chime in whenever. Well, uh, prior to his on-air comments, he had tweeted to Jason McIntyre, keep Chicago out of your effing mouth. He used the full word. Right. Uh, You are uninformed and disgusting is what he said to him. So then it got... Defending his city, okay. Defending his city, yeah. But I guess it got back to... uh, uh, There's another guy, Dan Proft. Let me see where Dan Proft is, what his his story is, because he commented on... The comment of okay. keep Chicago out your mouth. So this Dan Proft is a radio host also in Chicago, but not on the score. Okay, different one, probably the ESPN one. I think he's actually on the news station. Okay. So he uh, tweeted about this guy tweeting at Jason McIntyre. <clears throat> so he said, uh, he wrote, he tweeted, when I say the Chicago sports cre- press corps is inhabited by illiberal poppinjays who flack for the... I don't know. This guy's writing crazy language. Anyway, he wasn't happy with the... The guy defending the city. With the guy defending the city. I guess in the way he defended it. All right. So then this producer on the air went after this guy and said he was going to have sex with his mother. Oh. That's probably not the right way to go now? Yeah. On the air? Yeah. Okay. On the air, he said he was going to have sex with his mother. Uh, to which uh, he said, Dan, I'll have sex with your mother. Dan Proft, you bring your mother over here, I'll bone her. I don't care, dude. Well, this guy's mom has passed away. On, oh, you know, my and, Lord. Uh, there is belief here the Chicago Sun-Times says that the producer has been suspended by the score. Good Lord. <laughs> I mean. I watched the video of this. Yeah. I guess I could see how it happens. Hey, you get on the air sometimes. You yeah, you say some stupid things. Go a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been suspended for telling a uh, fellow radio host that he would 
uh, he would bone his mother. And then the guy <laughs> tweeted back and he goes, well, my, my mother's departed. Oh, boy. So. So uh, great just to not comment on anything and not give a yeah. crap about anything. So the Chicago sports producer has not uh, been on the air or nor has he been on Twitter since. Me neither. Uh, you've also not, but you had—you never had an incident where you told someone you were going to bone their mom, right? No, no, I've, I've never done that. Okay. I think I told someone to, to drive their car into a wall once Yeah, in a fit of rage because the guy was being such a tool, but mm-hmm. no, I, I've never uh, said that. Nope. Yeah, you sure do have to be careful. You can get a lot, we can get away with a lot of stuff. We say a lot of crazy stuff. It comes back to risk reward though. Right. What's the point? What's the point? Like that guy was not going to drive ratings by saying, you know, telling he's going to bone his mom. Yeah, right. It doesn't work. Like, I don't mind if you want to, like you said, you hear Jason McIntyre go after Chicago calling it, a, a, like, it's like Afghanistan. You want to defend that? Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. But then if another guy goes after you. Block him. Move on. You can't say him. that you're going to have sex with his mother. No. That, that Why is... bring his mother? His mother's not a famous person. Really silly. Why would you bring the mom? Really very it? silly. Yeah. I don't know that that was a great choice of yeah. words. Not no, it clearly he seems to be paying some <laughs> sort of price for it. But it goes to show too, and this is what we always talk about: whether it's NBA commissioners, head coaches. In this case, if if it is the score, if it would be Mitch Rose and the boss Spike. Now, like you're in charge of so many people, you never know what you're going to walk into when you go to work, right? Like for instance, Spike had a kid, so Pat Boyle did the overnight show this morning. I, I honestly don't know who was the producer, but it wasn't Fliegelman. He's in Italy. Like, Spike's responsible for that kid. Yeah. If that kid would have went on with Pat Boyle, when Pat Boyle was saying, I'm not impressed with the Mets, and I don't know, the kid, because they all seem to have the freedom to just pop the mic on and talk eventually uh, for the last several years now. If he would have pop, popped his mic on and said, you know what, Pat, I'll make a bet with you. you wanna, you're going after my Mets? I'll bone your mom. Mm-hmm. How about that? If they win again today. Yeah. Like, now, that's funny, but someone could take offense to that. Spike could walk into an email with this quote from this kid that he employs that he probably barely knows. Knows him, but, you know, not tight with him. Like, you're responsible for everybody here. Yeah. Yeah. It's so tough. I remember you're... when Mark Chernoff was retiring, and some people asked me, they go, oh, is this a, something you would be interested in? No. No, right. I said, <laughs> no. This station's on. I think I asked you. This station is on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That means 24 hours a day, seven days a week, there's the potential of someone saying something really stupid and yes. you being in charge of it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, thank you. I know. I know. It's tough. It's a very difficult position. It's probably why they get paid. And I don't know what it is, but they've got to be paid well because there's a lot of responsibility. Right. Like, it, it is. there is always something happening on your radio station. Constantly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not like a music station, even a music station that has DJs. They don't have the freedom. The talk show hosts have such freedom. I often say this: the the music stations. If you just if you are a DJ, Jerry, and you decided that you are not going to play the Foo Fighters' "Big Me," instead you were going to play "Weenie Beanie" by Foo Fighters, you'd be in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you would. They have One a playlist, song. and you better follow the playlist. Yeah. I learned that a long time ago, as right. I've told you before. You didn't want to play Spin Doctors. That's correct. Meanwhile, on talk radio, you have four hours 
a day. Fill it how you can. Yes. And it's only if you do something stupid do you get called on the carpet for and it. And think of how much how many uh how much opportunity you have to do and say something stupid. Right. When there is no song to go to. Yes. Right. And especially, like you said, you're a, a young guy or girl working a, an overnight shift or a weekend shift. It is not easy no. to fill the time. No, it's not. Especially if you know in the overnights, there's not a lot of commercials. There sometimes are callers, sometimes they're not. There's a lot going on there. It's a With lot no of responsibility. anymore, aside from the top of the hour. So you used to do the overnight. Even a bad, a bad hour would be four minutes of commercials. That's it. So, but at least you had the top of the hour update we knew was five to six minutes. And then you would take a break at 18. So if you didn't come on, the show open didn't hit until around six after the hour. It was a 12 minute segment, not 20, 12, not that big a deal. Then you'd go to the break at 18. Plus they'd throw in a PSA. Maybe it's maybe 1730. You could go to stretch break. it out a little bit. For then you. you had a two and a half minute update. So you had, you got a five minute break and you came back at 23 and the same thing. You had to take it to 3750. Again, it was a 13 minute segment. Nothing crazy. And you had the update. It was the same thing going to the top of the hour. Now there are no updates. And Sal has had nights where there's been three minutes of commercials an hour. So you have an update that's only 90 seconds now, not five or six minutes. So you're on, and the clock is still going to say blank 01 and and seconds. Like, holy crap. And you've got two 90-second commercial breaks. So you got to go to, like, 20 and then 40. And then the top of the hour. Yeah. It's a lot of time to fill. Yeah. That's hard. That's where you get your reps in, as they say. Reps. That ain't good for anybody. <laughs> I don't care what you tell me. You think it's good for someone's mental stability? No, I think it's it's really difficult to do. It is. You know, it's um, back in the day when, you know, you'd put a guest on, you'd have the, like, I remember Jody Mack back in the day. He would do a, he would do a full 15 minute wrestling segment every Saturday. He was doing the Saturday night overnights into Sunday. And I'm talking about like 1995. When I used to listen to Summers Overnight, and I used to listen to Joe, Jody Mack at the track, all that stuff. So, like, in the course of his, what was a 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. show, one segment every Saturday night overnight, you knew you had Jody Mack at the track where he gave you 15 minutes of local horse racing stuff. There was uh, Jody Mack and the wrestling stuff. I believe he did twice, uh, two segments in the span of the show. So one might have been at 225, and the other one might have been at 425. He loved wrestling. And, it was, and then he'd, have, he'd mix in some guests here. He'd mix in some phone calls. You had updates. It was a show with a lot of crap going on. Now it's on. Let's talk. You listen. Hard to do. Yeah. It's not the same. Now, would you listen to Jody Mack at the track? I did because I like Jody. Yeah. So you would I found to Jody very, in, uh, in, I found Jody funny. So I would listen to Jody Mack at the track, even though I really wasn't interested in horse racing. Right. That's the, see. That's the the impressive thing. If you can get people yeah. to listen through to things they're not interested in, it's what I've because always, of who you are. It's what I've always told you. You're listening for the personality that you like. If you're only listening for the sport you like, you don't really like that show. Right. Right. Or, you like that sport. Correct. Or those hosts, which is why. As a non-Ranger fan, I used to listen to Mike and Chris interview Colin Campbell. 
Because you never knew what stupid question. Chris was famous for asking, like, tough, sometimes stupid questions. It was fun. You know, it, it is different, man. It is a different ball game. Yeah, when I was when I was really into Jim Rome, I would listen to him do hockey segments, yes. basketball, you know, segments on the Lakers. Because you like Rome. Because I like Rome. That's why I've always said, if you like Boomer and Geo, do what you want to do. Put who you want to put on. The people either like you or they don't like you. Right. You know, but man, some of these overnight shows are difficult. Yeah. Overnights and weekends. Tough. Yeah, they are. Uh, the uh, Discovery Plus app that I have, it's yeah. also on ID Channel. Last season, there was a show, or there was a, there was already a full season of a show called Undercover Underage. Dating? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> D- different. Uh, it's back now for season two. Undercover Underage, okay. Yeah, it's this uh, this woman. She leads a group of people who try to uh, catch child predators online. Oh, boy, wow. Who are trying to pick up uh, yeah. girls in like in the way they do it in these like chat rooms and things and it's older dudes and all and they all have these phones where they chat with these guys until a crime is committed which is they either trying to lure them in for sex or want to meet them somewhere and they always every time they'll they'll say like a guy will say hey what's up and they'll be like hi just hanging out and the guy will be like oh can i see a picture they go well i'm only 12 and then so that they get it out there to let the guy know. And then if the guy continues, then they they start Oof. to get in trouble. It's amazing how creeps, man. How fast like they just set up these random girl profiles and how fast people are contacting them. Yeah. And they're not on dating sites. They're on just like um like something called Discord, which is some sort of some sort of like message boards that people talk on. I guess different topics. Um but they have all of the audio of the guys calling and leaving Creepy. messages. But they distort the the girls or the kids' voices. No, well, the the kids are actually adults that are oh, okay. that are talking like children. But the guys, I guess, because they're innocent until proven guilty, so they distort their voices for the TV show. So it's all like, "How are you doing today? Do you have any photos I can see of you?" No, Al, I don't. Hmm. You weirdo. I see you're teasing me a little bit. It's so weird hearing it in the the, the dis- yeah. uh, distorted voice thing. Sounds like a Home Alone when he did the, the shower scene. Yes. And he distorted the voice. Yes. Make it sound like he's an adult. And then they meet them out at places, and then that's when the, they get the cops involved to arrest them. It reminded me of, remember the great um, Dateline NBC with Chris Hansen, To Catch a Predator? Yes, I do. Those were great. That was great television. I just don't understand what, I guess I guess the answer is they're sick, I guess. Yeah. Like, if you did it once and you got away with it, why would you ever think you, I guess once you get away with it, you could get yeah. away with it every time. Yes. But as you're going through it, is there not some party that says, this is wrong? really like this is jail worthy wrong yeah i don't but i guess not i don't know why you wouldn't you know i guess what the problem is for every one of these shows that catches them there's probably dozens oh, and yeah. dozens out there that never get caught right uh, yeah right you've got to look at your chances you go what are the chances i'm on a tv show with chris hansen uh, yeah and that they would get you every time they'd lure you into the house the chris hansen oh, show my god remember he would say he would the people would come in 
And then he'd come out, William Cruz Hansen. I don't, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. He used to do this thing where he would uh he would tell the people to come into the house. Come in I'm, uh, I'm in the other room. And then they'd walk in and then, then Chris Hansen would walk out. He'd you go, ever watch anything fun? This is fun. Like that makes you laugh. Um No, no, I mean I mean for like your psyche. Do you ever like I found one thing very interesting. <laughs> I remember when when G first took this job. Yeah. Maybe about a year in. I remember him making fun of my music, my music choices. That which to me, I listen to everything. Yes, I do like alternative rock, some on the heavier side, but nothing crazy. But he was like, "Oh, too hard for me. I prefer just I like poppy and light, keeps my my spirits, you know, uh positive." And I have noticed that the more you listen to happier music, it can put you in a happy mood. Hence why aside from NCIS and Law and Order, those are the only two shows I like that are not light and fun. Mm-hmm. I really try to keep it to comedies, stand-up, stuff like that. You are the complete opposite. Yeah. You really like dark crap. Yeah, that's a that good point. That cannot lighten your mood at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm very interested in the human psyche, like why people do certain things. And I And I think that's great, but you overload yourself with it. Yeah. Well... I was trying to think, like, the podcasts I listen to, for the most part, are fun podcasts. Like, okay. comedians are guests. But I do also listen to podcasts where the people are about UFOs and things like that. Which can be frightening. Which can be frightening, yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think, like, do I see YouTube videos that make me laugh? Yeah. But, yeah, no, you're right. I never really looked at it that way. It's Your documentaries of... that you watch are usually about murder, yeah, missing people, mm-hmm. people getting maimed, and people yeah. getting away with it. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> and then yeah. you have no problem shutting your eyes and just drifting off to sleep. Right. I'd yeah. be freaked out. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not freaked out. I'm I The one thing I will not watch, because it would freak me out, is things about ghosts. Okay. That's like things being haunted. But someone being stabbed in the face 74 times and then them finding the killer or not finding the killer. You're like, wow, it's a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) But God forbid you think of Casper running around. Yeah. I don't want any ghosts in my house. Man. Or where I live. That's an interesting thought into your mind. Yeah. That's a good point. I never really looked at it that way, but you're right. The one thing I did take your advice about was I was getting too much sports talk radio. Oh, Yes. Which you guys, we're doing five hours here. Yeah. Plus Legit the five hours. Right. And then I was going home and putting Carton and Roberts mm-hmm. on in the background. Listening in a lot of cases to the same topics. Same topics. And it was making me crazy. Yes. And I'm like, what am I doing? Way too much. Too you much. Gotta, you have to break free from it. Yeah. I had to break free from it. So I did. I have been doing much better at that. Like, I actually think the the most hardcore fan listener doesn't listen to five solid hours of us. Yeah. No, I think you can't. it's a, you're in the car, you put it on for 15 minutes, you get out, you're back in the car, you listen on your way home, you might stream a little bit at work and it might total up to a few hours. But five hours is a lot of time. And I think that's that's the uh, the battle then too, right? So the people that are listening like that, they go, oh, you guys, all you're talking about is the Yankees today. Yeah, because you got to kind of balance the people who are checking in and out, in oh, and out, sure. to make sure you hit those topics for those people. But for somebody who's who does have it on all day, if you're construction or you're in an office or somewhere where the radio is just on, but then I also think 
you're not listening, listening the whole time. It's just either. kind of on. It's just kind of on. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Very true. Very true. You can't make everybody happy. You just can't. Right. In any way, shape, or form in life, you can't. Good point. Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. That makes most people happy. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. And then we're going to be back here tomorrow, starting at 5 a.m., and it's a Friday. And you damn right, it's a summer Friday. Haven't looked at the weather, but I'm going to assume so. It's supposed to be beautiful. Oh, is that right? Tomorrow and Saturday. I don't know about Sunday. Tomorrow and Saturday looks very nice. You don't say. Yeah. I have my sister's uh, 50th birthday party on Saturday. My oh, li- I know. I'm the same age as your sister. My little sister. How about that? That feels weird. Yeah, I'm sure. When's your 50th? March. But March. right right now we're both 49. Right, right now you're both 49. We're both 49. Maybe I could have an affair with her. <laughs> Do not have an affair <laughs> with my sister. She's married with children. <laughs> So am I. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> I'm going to Maryland this weekend. For what? A uh, baseball tournament. Oh, nice. What That's time are you, you going Friday? We're going Friday. We'll be back sometime Sunday between noon and midnight. Oh. <laughs> so you got to get a hotel out do. there. Yeah, I, we have a hotel for Friday and Saturday. Which town? Uh, it's in Aberdeen in Maryland. It's Ripken. Oh, cool. So we will be there. That's why I took Monday off, because if we play the championship game, we won't be home till I think, 1030. Right. I can't. And that happened last two weeks, so I can't do it again. Oh, I got CeeLo? Yeah. Oh, okay, I like CeeLo. Yep. I always contact CeeLo before I take a day off. Thank you. You're very welcome. I mean, I like Peter Schwartz. We don't have the same chemistry. You don't. <laughs> <You'd>, Peter. <laughs> Peter, are you here? <laughs> and I overcompensate, because I think I got to talk more. Well, that's it's, what happens when you're much. like, Peter. Peter. Please talk now. Peter, hello. <laughs> Meanwhile, CeeLo. <laughs> CeeLo's a good talker, though. I saw a little Lepresti running around the baseball field the other day in Middletown. Oh, really? I don't think it was his kid, oh, but it was like Lepresti. A... Yeah. I thought it was like, that's oh. kind of cool. Maybe it's Uncle Chris. I don't know. I meant to ask him if he Lepresti. had a nephew. Hmm. Eh, funny. All right, Jerry, warm up next to you. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. 
Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. I always love a Thursday. You know why? That means we're pretty close to Friday, which means we're pretty close to our summer kickoff show next Friday. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And across from me, his name is Al Frankie Dukes. What's up, Al? Thursdays are awesome, Jerry, especially after that Met game last night. That was a baseball game. That's how baseball should be played every night. A very strange feeling about last night's game. Uh, Yeah, and I heard uh, heard that young punk in the overnight. Pat Boyle. Pat Boyle's a go. I'm not impressed. Show me. Put. put I'm not either. I'm impressed. I'm real. Here's what I'm impressed with. I'm impressed with Vientos and Alvarez. The freshman. Yeah, that was all. That that's wonderful. My problem is, I feel like it's fool's gold. Oh, is that right? They did nothing for six. I I I know how it finished. I get it, and it's great. They needed a win. Go win today. Win the series, and maybe things turn around. I'm with him. I need to see like. You need to string together a series win. Let's do that first. And then maybe two or three in a row. And then perhaps I'll think they turned a little bit of a corner. Right now, because they caught lightning in a bottle on one night? No. So I... I, Jerry, sometimes all it takes is one night of magic. Al, you're right. But I need to see it, though, now going forward. All right. That's all. Well, Jerry, for those people that are just waking up, their alarms go off at 5 o'clock. They're just hopping in the car. The Mets did win yesterday. Yes, they, they beat did. the Rays. It was an 8-7 game, which I love. I call that a slug fest. Although, like you mentioned, early on, not a lot going on. A positive thing they did do, Mr. Kodai Sanga. He was great. 12 strikeouts great. in six innings. Absolutely. he was. That's pretty cool. Filthy, as they say. He was filthy. Yes, he was. I agree. Then the Mets were down to their final out in the bottom of the ninth. That's mm-hmm. how that works. They're down 5-2 and Mr. Eduardo S. Oh, I'm sorry. Francisco Alvarez. Yes. Homers to tie the ball. Game. Yeah, which is great. When, which and, is cool. And Vientos tied the game in the seventh, so don't forget about that. Yes. Which, by the way, I thought, this is me being foolish, Jerry. I thought this was his major league, de- major no, league debut. I guess no, he was no. up here last year. Yeah, he had, I don't know how many at-bats, maybe a few dozen, not a lot. But, no, he's been here before. Yeah. This was now his first time this season back with the team. Which was great. He had a home run. He doesn't even look like a big guy, Jerry. No. He had a home run, game-tying home run, all was good. But then they fall back behind again by three runs. But you're right. Alvarez with a – that's why he's here. He's here. They're both here for their bat. So yeah. that's what you hope – is the future of this team. Now, the Vientos home run, Gary Cohen even just thought it was a fly ball. And then it just kept going and going and going, Jerry, and it went right over that center field wall. I do think I have the Gary Cohen yeah, home run. Yeah, because he was ever. not impressed. He was not thinking that was a home run. This is the Vientos home run. Yeah. And he gets this one in the air to center field, but Siri should have room on the warning track at the wall. And it's out of here. Mark Vientos with the carry. With the carry. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? When you get these nice nights, a little breeze, and the Absolutely. ball just goes and goes and goes. That was nice. So then, yeah. So then, Jerry, we find ourselves tied at five and then go into the 10th inning. Yeah. Where, the, as you mentioned, the Mets give up uh, the lead. Yeah, and they're down a couple runs. They're down now 7-5 yep. going into the bottom of the 10th. Correct. And Mr. Pete Alonzo. Which they needed. And again, crushes. I'm not taking anything away from them. They yeah. needed it for sure. They needed it. Yep. And I'll give just because we started with Gary, I'll yeah. give you Gary on this one too. Okay. Alonzo drives one. Deep left field. Really going back. It's out of here. And the Mets win it. Into the second deck. 
So there that you was go. cool. SNY, absolutely. It was a great game. You think Howie's pissed? Well, I always wonder if like the lead guy's annoyed when they don't get the 10th inning, and that's when the game is won. I don't think it was Howie. I got to well, check. Then here's Maybe the it thing, was. Howie. No, it was Keith Rad. Set it up so you do all the innings. Sorry you want to take some innings off. <laughs> John Sterling. And games. John Sterling don't take innings off. That is true. He's but he there. also his partner also isn't a play-by-play person. That was a great setup by him. <laughs> yes. Back in the day, he had Michael Kay who would take a few innings from him. Oh, is him. that right? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm right, Eddie? Does that sound right? Yeah. I like one play-by-play person per game. I hear you. Don't, I don't change it up mid, uh, mid-inning mid for I me. I don't know where that – maybe it's always been like that. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know why in other sports the play-by-play guy does the whole game. And in baseball, which is more of a storytelling type of play-by-play job where you actually do get some breaks, I don't know why they take innings off. And I don't think all teams do that. I really think I don't that's know. a handful well, of teams. Well, clearly not because the Yankees don't. Yeah. But I think uh, – Bob Uecker ain't taking an inning off. Uh, he might. No, he might. Oh. I don't know if that's ah, true. No one hears those, Jerry. Just go along with it. <laughs> well, you're not in Milwaukee. Right. We're not in Milwaukee. Let's just assume no one's taking that. He's not taking He probably takes games off, but I bet he doesn't take innings off. Mm, I think he probably does. Because if you decide you're the guy who's taking innings off and you don't get the big call, that's on you. Then you're annoyed. You want to hear Keith Rad? Yeah. Which right. one are you going to play me? The game I'll winning? I'll give you the game winner. Okay. I have not heard this yet. Here you go. Fairbanks holds his set in the 0-1. Swinging a high fly, deep left field. Pete Alonso has won the game. <laughs> it's a three-run walk-off home run. Eight, seven, New York. There you go. The one CBS cool. 880. Gary Cohen's was better, I think. Well, Gary, <laughs> Gary Cohen is a is one of the best announcers oh. of our lifetime. So he's a veteran. Keith Rad is just getting started. Okay, that's with fair the then. Fair enough. Let's let's compare them in ten years. <laughs> That's not fair. Mm. Gary's been doing these games for the Mets for decades now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Right. It'd be worse. It'd be bad on Gary if I said, "Oh, the Keith Rad call much better." Yes, I agree. Much better than Keith Rad. Keith Rad. Gary will have uh, about a. St- there'll be a plaque for Gary at City Field when he retires. There just will. Fair. Gary and Howie, I mean, they are, to me, they're Bob Murphy status now with the Mets. How could they not be? Pretty good. Veterans, Jerry, veterans. And you just compared Keith Rad to him. <laughs> Listen, you're up in the big leagues now, Keith Rad. You get uh, yes, compared to the greats. Can you let him get his feet wet? He's no Bob Costas, Jerry, this Keith Rad. <laughs> How do you know he won't turn out to be? <laughs> By the way, it didn't go so good for Costas last postseason, did it? No, it did not. No, it didn't. He even out to apologize on the podcast that, that he that he wasn't at the top Very of the Very hard. This is one thing that I always found interesting. With national broadcasts, especially in baseball, where they basically cut out the local guys in the postseason. I never understood why you don't have. So let's say the Mets play. Well, let's say the Mets play the, the Braves in the in a playoff series or whoever. Mets Reds doesn't matter. Why would you not take the two lead guys from the TV and make them do the broadcast together to where, you know, that no one had to come swoop in and study and look at what it's been like because they're not watching them every day like your guys are. And I am not saying that you make it a New York broadcast so that the opposing team has to watch Keith Ronnie. I'm not saying that. I'm saying one and one and make it a like a tandem. I know it's not easy working with different people for sure, but I think you would get a more coherent broadcast with guys that are with these players every day. So you're saying take, uh, let's say, uh, Gary Cohen and team him with the color analyst for the 
For so Braves. I would, yeah, and then for when the games are in Atlanta, you get the Braves play-by-play guy with Keith and and, and Ron. Wonder who it would be for the Braves? Be like Gary Cohen and Bob Horner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe Dale Murphy. Does Gary Garner with Dale know. Murphy. You're so funny. I have no idea. Join us for tonight's game, Gary Cohen <laughs> with Glenn Hubbard. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if one of those guys is actually the analyst for the Braves. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Gary say. Carter with the Mad Hungarian Al Raboski. <laughs> So the Braves TV announcers this year. Let's see if I can find this. Cause this. I hope one of these guys from the 70s or 80s Braves is on is on the broadcast. All right, so Jim Powell is the radio guy. Let's see here. Joe Simpson. Oh, you know who the analyst is? Who? I, this is hilarious, actually. Two of them, you're way off. Oh. So you've got Jeff Francoeur, okay, a I former like Met Love as Jeff well, Francoeur. and Tom Glavin. Oh, see, that would work. That would work. And Brandon Godin, the guy, he, I know him from uh, Big Ten Network. Um, he's their play-by-play guy. Gary Cohen would work great with those two guys. Absolutely. I like the idea. Pitch it to Fox or whoever well, gets the uh, MLB pitch it to playoffs. It's just the way I would do things. Yeah. Because there's just such a good knowledge of the teams that way. All I keep thinking of now when I hear Vientos is that guy's Mentos I know. song. <laughs> I really, it's unbelievable. Which is good. It would have been nice if it was a little clearer. Yeah. But still, just the idea that when I hear Vientos, I now think of Mentos. Mentos I understand. The Fresh Maker. Okay, did you go buy any yesterday? I didn't. No. Did but you think about it? They, those are good. They're awesome. The problem is you eat the whole roll. Yeah. In one sitting. Are you supposed to suck on those or chew them? You got to suck on... We're going to give any material here. Yeah. You have to suck on them to soften them up. And then you crunch them. And then you can go after Cause them. Because they're chewy. It's not gum. They're chewy in the middle, yes. Yeah. Correct. But it's something chewy. Yes, it's candy. The fresh maker. And you can bite it. I also think of what here's what goes through my head when I hear Vientos. Mar, I hear Mark Vientos hit a home run. I think Mentos. I think that Mentos song. Then I think Foo Fighters' Big Me because the video no, for that was them doing a, a fake Mentos commercial. This is, all happens in This is what went second. through your head today. When he hit, home, hit the home How about run that? last night. Yep. All right. The fresh. Well, maker. let's be honest. It wasn't last night because yes, you was. were long asleep. <laughs> you, I six a that game was scoreless for <laughs> several innings. You yeah. wouldn't have gotten through two innings last night. That's true. So let's right. knock it off with last night. You mean about forty minutes ago when you watched the highlights? Uh, about about four ten, Jim. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I see Kodai saying is sitting everybody down. No, the, but this is another one of those things where I think it sucks that they don't. He doesn't get credit for anything, right? And I know he gave up a run, but I don't know. David Robertson, I think, got the win. Who gave up runs? <laughs> now, I know right. you got the stupid runner at second base. I understand that. But it's goofy that the guy, of, I don't know. It should be a judgment call. I've always said that. Right? At the end, they look at it and go, oh, Kodai Sanga struck out 12. The Mets won. Let's give it to him. Yeah. I don't think you're off on that. Yeah. I'm with you. Like an official score. the same way they do, ah, that's a hit, that's an error. Right. I think, the, and they there have been times, we saw it with the A's, I think, two weeks ago, there have been times where an official scorer has said, you know what, he didn't pitch well enough. We're not giving him credit for the win. Really? Yeah, this was, I think. Are they this allowed was, to do, I thought this was all statistically driven. I didn't know there was. Some, it is, but I will tell you that it happened last week or two weeks ago. Official score, let's see, uh, takes win away. Oh, <laughs> it comes right up from the Braves. Takes win away. Yeah, we're not giving you the win. Oakland's Chad's, here we go. It was April 12th. 
Da, 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 the uh, official score here. Oakland's Chad Smith gets the win as official score applies obscure rule. Uh, his first major league win came courtesy of a rarely applied official scoring rule. Da, 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 da. He pitched the final. So here you go. He pitched the final two innings of the A's 8-4 win over the Orioles, uh, holding Baltimore scoreless. He entered in the bottom of the eighth after the A's had scored three runs in the top of the inning to take a 7-4 advantage. Da, 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 da. That meant Jerry's Familia, who pitched the bottom of the seventh, was in the game with Oakland, took the lead. It could have been the pitcher of record, but the official scorer said no, instead chose not to give Familia the win because he was deemed to have had a short, ineffective inning. Wow. I wish that would happen more. Let, yeah, let's start putting this into action. Let's get Rob Manfred on this and say from now on you all call the games. Rob Manfred? I will. We have all a, these different things going on. I've got a long list of things for this guy. My goodness. I'm going to have to go uh, have an in-person meeting. I'm telling you. You we'll got his zoom. number. We played softball with him. We did. Which was like nine years ago now. <laughs> I tried to chat him up because he, he would be the third base coach when I was playing third base. You were trash talking him? Not trash talking him. I, I like to pretend I didn't know who he was. So oh. He felt like a regular person. But we promoted the game against Rob Manfred, <laughs> baseball commissioner. <laughs> I just didn't want to be peppering him with baseball questions. You, you didn't have I mean? to. You could have said, love what you do with the baseball. What's your favorite TV show? I said, hey, my name's Al. Who And you are? Oh, my gosh. Who are you again? Did he say Robert? Bob? Bob Manfred. <laughs> Manfred Mann. <laughs> what does that make you think of? Bruce was that Frank, did the Francisco Alvarez home run make you think of uh, Manfred Mann? No, but who did I almost call him when I said Francisco Alvarez? Eduardo Escobar. Yeah, Eduardo Escobar. That would be wrong. He had the home run the day before, I believe. Yes, that is correct. That's right. A pinch hit home run, I believe it was. Yes. That's hard that, to do. Pinch hit. Yeah, come off the come bench off and hit the home, bench, home run. See pitches for the first time in three. I mean, I guess they go in the batting cage under the tunnel, but... You're seeing live pitching for the first time in three hours. You hit home run. Best pinch hitter ever, Jerry? Danny Heap. No, no, I'm saying the best <laughs> best pinch hit moment ever. Oh, tell me. Kirk Gibson. Oh, for sure. Jerry, that guy came limping, limping up, fouling Something made off. out of Hollywood. Oh, my in gosh. In L.A. That was unbelievable. As a matter that of fact. That was a great baseball moment. Yes, it was. Now, no the doubt. Mets have a day game today with the Rays. Yeah, 110. Tyler McGill. Takes the mound against some fellow named Taj Bradley. So this is a very highly touted rookie. Oh, is that right? Um, Taj Bradley. You want to call him Taj? That's fine, too. Um, he's Taj. he's made a few starts. He hasn't pitched in a couple weeks, but he's supposedly one of their one of their big prospects. Here's what I think. Because this is a day game after that huge night game last night for the Mets, momentum continues. Easy win for the Mets today. Easy win for Easy the win. Mets today. So yeah, not me, even competitive. Me, not even competitive. Like five nothing. Okay. Five nothing situation. I think, Six the, I think the Rays went today. <laughs> what? I think the Rays and the Blue Jays went today. Mm. That's what I think. Well, the Blue Jays. Maybe won, I'll yeah. bet that when I get home. You're going to bet uh, the the both locals lose? Yeah, I might today. Oh, damn. Because I agree, all signs point to them winning. Yeah. And whenever that is the case, go the opposite. I hope the Mets didn't have any, uh, you know, couple of pops after that game. That could be a problem. I think Pete Alonso had pops during the game as he was dropping the F-bomb on live TV. Oh, yeah. On SNY, yeah. We have, like, I think we have three clips of players dropping the F-bomb on live television from yesterday. Like, no one cares anymore. All the class is gone. No one cares. I used to love it when players were classy. They're still classy. They just drop an F-bomb once in a while. 
Yeah, they get so p- pumped up. Who's more classy than our friend Bob Dwyer, who couldn't go two words without saying <laughs> Certain people are just pepper in there. Pepper, That's pepper, Part pepper. of their vocabulary. Yeah. Uh, yes, I know. I, I know when you're ticked off when you use that word. Yes. Because it's a rarity for you. Yes. But it does come out once in a while. Every once in a while. And that is when you are stewing. <laughs> yeah, normally, I'm in my car and sitting in some sort of traffic. Or waiting for your Uber. Yes. <laughs> That's late. <laughs> uh, or you're in New York City on the weekend. Yes. 518, we got a lot more to do. Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Vientos, Mentos, Vientos, Mentos, Vientos, Mentos, Vientos, Mentos. Do you have any idea what this song is about? No. Me neither. I have no idea even what they're saying. Here are the songs I know what they mean. The country music songs. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. Now that I have actually listened to 94.7 HD2, yes. so, actually a lot lately, it is amazing that every song is about tequila, women, breakups, Whiskey and beers. It's unbelievable. They, they, and they're in the titles. Yeah, there, there is, you will have a very hard time getting through one country song that does not involve alcohol. Like, it, 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 at some point in the song, there is a line about having a beer, whiskey, tequila, everything. So right now, let's see. I'm going to pull up the top 40 country songs. And you're going to list them all off. No, oh. no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. Cars is another big one, too. I shouldn't say cars. Trucks. Yeah, that's is another fine. big one. So here we go. Wow. How about that? This amazes me, actually. The the remake of Fast Car yes. by Luke Combs is right now the top song, yeah. which I like that. So I like the original, mm-hmm. let alone him doing that. So his version's good as well. You I've know, it's it funny. A number of times. Not as many. You got to get to number 10, Dan and Shay with the song Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> you tell me Morgan Wallen isn't up there? He is, but last night is the title. I was talking about breakups or, or alcohol in the title of the oh, song. Okay, because that song, the the opening nine line is, Last night we let the liquor talk. <laughs> I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. They all have it in yes. them. I just meant the titles. Yep. So yeah, that's pretty funny. Jerry, uh, last night the Yankees lost three to nothing, they wasting did. a what they call a Garrett Cole gem. Well, I can make the case that Toronto wasted a Chris Bassett gem, although they wound you up could. winning. You could make that. Neither case. one of them got credit for the victory. It was uh, much like the Met game went into the bottom of the tenth. So did this Yankee game, but unfortunately for the Yankees, the Blue Jays were the one that hit a three-run blast in the bottom of the tenth to win it all. Danny Jansen. Danny Jansen with you. Yeah. Now, a couple uh, notes on this. Uh, John Schneider, the uh, manager of the Blue Jays, was asked, I guess before the game, who Shut Up Fat Boy was directed at. And he claims it was uh, no one in particular. He said it in the heat of the moment. Yeah, I really have not much interest in this story anymore. Well, then, real quickly then, Jerry. Um, <laughs> Yankees assistant hitting coach Brad Wilkerson he feels it's him. Okay. He's the fat guy. Yeah. Right. Here's one thing we did learn. 
Because yesterday everyone was calling up saying he's yelling, hey, frat boy. It was not frat boy. He had Pete Hoffman, producer of Tiki and Tyranny, saying. I think he just wanted some camera time. He was yelling, hey, bat boy. Dummy. It was fat boy. Yes, it was obvious. And unfortunately, Brad Wilkerson is fat boy. Right. He knows it. He's not all that fat. And by the way, John Schneider is fat. So. Yeah. Look in the mirror, John Schneider, you punk. I thought I did think of this, and I was not up to see the the 10th inning by any stretch last night. But I did see, you know, I did watch the highlights this morning of the later innings. I saw the Jansen home run. But I thought this about the extra inning rule by putting the runner at second base. Extreme to this this point. Well, it is extreme, but why not start the runner at first base? And I only say it because you had a great moment there. With Judge coming up in the 10th inning, but first base is open. And I know you could make the case. You might have bunted him over anyway or stole. I get that. But if you got the runner at first base and Judge coming up, you're not walking him. You got to pitch point. to him. It's just, I don't know. That's a good point. Like, do we really need the runner at second base? By putting him at first, you've already opened up the inning a little bit. Right. Right. Uh, Nobody out, one on. I know I'm about two years late to this idea, but. Plus, you get out saying. of the inning on a nice, you know, you get. You can eliminate that runner immediately with a nice defensive Absolutely. play, double play. Yeah, which is not easy to do either. Yeah. But you do give the offense the advantage by putting the runner at first base. I love a I pretty know. double play. Yeah. Like when it looks like a ballet. Did you used to watch Twib for that? Yes. Oh, man. But that's back when the guys could kill each other at second base. That is true. Sliding in, diving in. Legally. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like the whoever's covering second base. Oh, free reign. Uh, free, yeah. They're just like casually get the ball and sling it over there at first because they don't know no one's coming in to knock them on their tush. But what they have done to make up for that, they took away the neighborhood play. Yes. Remember, in the 80s, you, you might get killed at second base, <laughs> but you also could just float around the base. They'd give you credit for the out. Yeah. Now, with replay and with the way things are, you better hit the base. I forgot about the neighborhood play. Yeah, oh, Absolutely. You could come off the base slightly quick, or you could flat out miss it and just drag your foot behind the base, and they would give you credit for it. Right. Now, you were going to get a shoulder into your thigh probably, but you could be in the neighborhood. Who was the uh, Chase Utley broke the – who was that with the Mets during the Dodgers series? Uh, It was – Was Ruben Tejada? Is that sound right? No. It was was the guy who cried, wasn't it? Flores? Was it Wilmer Flores? I don't – uh, you might be right. I I, I really don't remember. I, for whatever Utley. reason, I thought it was Ruben Tejada. I don't know why. Broken leg. He might not have even been on the team at the time. Let's see, Jerry. Let's see. Oh, my goodness. Ruben Tejada. You the man, It Jerry. was Tejada. Oh, okay. You the man. All right. There you go. They have a still photo of that. Ruben Tejada is parallel to the ground. Yeah. Straight up. That was an ugly scene. Dirty. Filthy. Well, filthy, understood. Jerry. Understood. Think how like different baseball is from when we were growing up. When we were growing up, you had the neighborhood play for the double plays. That's out. You had the, not only was it legal, but you would teach, like you would teach players to collide with the catcher to try and break up the play and lodge the ball free. That's out. You've got runners going into second base, really not allowed to break up a double play anymore. You've got a runner at second base to start a 10th inning. You've got a pitch clock now. Batters can't step out of the box more than once. You can't throw over to first base more than twice. You can't shift. It's crazy. Well, but we didn't have the shift. Yeah, no it wasn't no one shift. did that when we were kids. You no, know, I think about that that uh, colliding with the catcher. I think about any time I see Aaron Judge coming around third. 
because that's a large <laughs> man. Right? Well, what if Cecil Fielder was coming around third? But Cecil Fielder, at least he felt like he was fat Shorter. and not as athletic. <laughs> Pretty heavy, like, though. Aaron Judge looked like a pro wrestler. But Bob Baylor. Bob Baylor? <laughs> that's a big guy, wasn't he? No, Don Baylor. Oh, Don Baylor. Don I'm Baylor. sorry. I'm sorry. Don Baylor, yes. Yeah. I think of these big guys coming around. <laughs> Chugging around. Yeah. The ground is shaking. <laughs> like, and the catcher's like, oh, man, do not throw this ball anywhere near the plate. That's when catchers were men. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you had to just sit in there and just be like, boom. <laughs> this is funny. And think about, think about the likes of Yogi Berra because that was happening with metal spikes oh, yeah. and God knows what was going on. Back in his day, but he was not, a and big he man. was what five foot five, right? Wasn't yeah, Yogi was Berra a short player, a smaller guy? Yeah. So, and he stood tall. <laughs> yeah, he just lowered the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, lowering shoulders, sliding in spikes first. What did you make of this Aaron Judge? Nothing. Uh, he uh, he hit a single. Not like he hit a home run. He hit a single, and to celebrate his single, he did like a. Covering his eyes celebration. Yogi Berra was 5'7", not 5'5". Five, 5'7". Five. Five, five, seven. Seven. All right. Um, what's this now? Uh, nah, nothing. Aaron Judge nothing. Thing. You're nothing. Not the, uh, you don't care? I don't care. Like it's not a big deal, not a little deal. I, I deal. do not care. I, not right. even remotely. Good for him. What did you make of the Toronto Blue Jays play-by-play guy saying maybe uh, they just did this in the pregame? Maybe it's time to plunk Aaron Judge. <laughs> we said the same thing. Hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> did we not say the same thing? We did. We said it might come <laughs> yes. up. Boomer said he'd throw it his head. <laughs> that's true. That, that, right. That's you not saying, what you, you throw it the big butt. That's what you butt. throw at. Yeah. Throw it his muscular butt. Let it bounce it. right off there. So I have whatever. All right. This is this is baseball. It's it's fine. And uh, we got one. One is this just one more game? Yankees uh, Toronto. It better be because the Yankees have to be in Cincinnati to play tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> I hope the schedule makers are aware of this. <laughs> They're playing tomorrow at noon and then hopping a flight to Cincinnati for 8 p.m. <laughs> and I see we get a Louis Severino start in Cincinnati. Oh, isn't that nice? On Sunday. There we go. The About Louis time. Severino 2023 debut. So he enters the mix as yeah. uh, the other guy gets suspended for 10 games. Domingo Herman, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he took his 10-game uh, ban like a man. He's not going to fight it, Jerry. What are you going to do? Yeah. It was pretty obvious what happened. A sticky and shiny hand. That's what gorilla glue on his hand, apparently. <laughs> Cannot use gorilla glue. You know, that specifically is against the rules. Like Max Scherzer, who I thought had a pretty good argument, didn't even appeal it. There's no yeah. way Herman was. So you take your take. It's two starts. It's whatever. You move on. It is funny. Now, like, everything gets appealed. Like, you throw out a guy's head. They go, well, I'm going to appeal that. <laughs> Video evidence. <laughs> yeah, you no. threw it his head. Ah, I'm going to appeal that. It is nice to see guys not appealing things that are seem obvious. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know what? My bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Got Some of these guys might be like, you know what? I can use a break. Yeah. Let me take two just two starts off. Man, I did like. I think was it was it Rodon? I forget who it was. I think it was Rodon. Someone said he threw. He had no problem throwing from ninety feet, and I thought that boy had a great line. He goes, well, that makes me feel good. He can throw from first base to second base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about all it yeah, is. 90 feet. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> He's killing it. It's un- it is amazing how we baby these guys. Yeah. Man, like everything's a story. He played catch today. Yeah. Well, I hope so. He's a professional baseball player. Right. There'll be a whole article about uh, <laughs> Jacob DeGrom's going to throw off a mound. I know. Ooh. Six tosses. A simulated mound. <laughs> Meantime, the Rangers are in first place, and this guy doesn't pitch. Yeah. He's not even pitching. I said the Rangers were going to win that division. I said I was impressed we have uh, 
various uh, MLB highlights going in the studio. The nice crowds in uh they're good in Texas. First of all, you have a great ballpark. Number one, uh, number two, they're good. They're the first. They're ahead of the Astros by two games right now. And I, when I said that I thought the Rangers would win the division, I fully anticipated. I really did. <laughs> Shame on me. I actually thought in year one with his new contract that Degrom was going to make twenty-five to thirty starts and actually pitch. I didn't think they'd be in first place with him not around. Yeah, because they're not a good team. There. They're a good team. They really are. And you're going there this summer, maybe. Uh, that is going to be, yes, we're going to do the, uh, we're going to knock off the Astros Park and the Rangers Park this summer. Doing a big week in Texas. Nice. You can watch DeGrom pitch three innings and then leave the game. Yeah. Uh, perhaps. But here's the thing. As long as he's back pitching, we will see a DeGrom start because that trip when we go, Texas is at Houston for three games. and oh, then that's the follow, awesome. And then we're going to go to Texas where the Rangers have – you know, three or four more games. So we're going to – I will look at the probable pitchers, and when he's scheduled to start, yes. that's the game we will go to. I do want to see him pitch. Of course, we've got to make sure he's back by then. <laughs> we're yeah. talking August. What is that, August? Mm. Like late July, early uh, August, yeah. He might be, have been back and out again by the You're time right. you go. You're uh, Sadly, you might be very right. Yep. All right, 538, more than halfway home to the Boomer and Geo program on this Thursday morning here on The Fan. Quarter to six. Hey, it is nice to have you with us. Just think, back in the day, Tony Page had one foot out the door trying to get the hell out of here to catch his train. Then we started signing on at 545. We were doing a 10-minute show? 15. And then with commercials, it really was eight and a half. Yeah. (laughs) And you were panicked at first. (laughs) How am I feeling this time, Jerry? How are we possibly going to do that? And then when we did the hour, what do we do? We talk out. That's what what we do. do. And then what happens? Uh, I see that YouTube TV, Jerry. This, this is, is not a good story, Al. This is, uh, you know, another way that people are getting their programming. If you don't have cable and you still want to get all those channels, you get YouTube TV or Fubo TV or one of these sling to you, one of these yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, last night, YouTube TV had a very big problem during the NBA playoff game between the Heat and Celtics. Uh, some people were just getting a continuous loop of a commercial for The Little Mermaid. That's all right. It wasn't a big game or anything. <laughs> At the end of the game, this was going I know on. it was. Fourth quarter. How does this happen? I don't know. This, But this comes back to what you've said for a couple of years now. It ain't perfect yet. Still not perfect. You say whatever you want about cable. You know what usually doesn't happen? The end of the games don't get cut off and watching <laughs> loops of The Little Mermaid. Yeah, like people go, oh, my cable goes out. Rarely. Very rarely. Very rarely does your cable go out. You know when your cable goes out? When your town gets hit with a power outage. Correct. Right. Big storm. I mean, Not whatever. random during a Celtics heat game. Mm-mm. And getting a continuous loop of the Little Mermaid commercial. <laughs> you mentioned if you were a big time heat or Celtic fan, you must have been going out of your mind. Freaking out. Yes. And now, of course, this brings up a whole thing where people are now worried about the NFL Sunday ticket. Well, yeah, Because you're going to have a crush of subscribers. Yep. So I get there. Could you imagine, and I'm serious about this, let's say last night was not Heat Celtics. Let's say last night was Nick Celtics. And this happened with, let's just say, three minutes to go and a six-point game. And whether the Knicks were winning or losing doesn't matter. Game one, conference finals, lead story here to, to today at 6 o'clock. And you know it. 
Yeah, we'd be crushing YouTube TV. Yes, because Nick fans would be, and I'm sure the same thing's going on with Heat fans and Celtic fans that were trying to watch that game on YouTube TV. That would be our lead story here, I would think. Yeah, they got to get this figured out, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Be ready for September. You're right, because the NFL Sunday ticket, first of all, be all these different feeds going, all these different people trying to log in. And it's not cheap. You no, know, it is not. When you think about all the games you get and you break it down on a game-by-game basis, yeah, it's it's relatively inexpensive. But when you're talking about shelling out 500 bucks for the season, that's a big hit. You better not screw it up. It better be nice and glad. It better be seen no pixelation either. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm one of those that's planning to get it. You like, are. Yes, I am planning to have the Sunday ticket, but man, that happens. Ugh. You didn't buy in early? I, I think did you not, could buy in early. I know I should have. I didn't. I it think may I still be the, going on. Uh, I thought that ended May 15th, I oh. think, now that you say it. Yeah. But I'm sure there'll be other deals. I'm not a big buy-in early guy either. Like, I'm like, eh, I don't know, put I money usually, out. I don't wait till the last minute, but I'm I'm with you. I'm not buying something now for September. Yeah, no. Mm-mm, not Cause, happening. Because what if something completely falls apart by the time September? Like your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if my life falls apart? Right. And all of a sudden, I want that $500. Yes, you might. You get fired. You're going to want that 500 bucks back. You're not going to want Sunday ticket. No, no. You're gonna you're gonna end up going and buying the antenna that I just bought. <laughs> How did that work out? Great. Your Absolutely HD spectacular. antenna to pick up two, four, I did five. It. I seven. did it for yeah. So and I did it for the basement because I had. Hmm. So I have my office studio, whatever you want to call it, in one of the rooms in the basement, and then the rest of the basement <laughs> has another TV. So I have one cable box in the office for the games. Well, I have six of them already in the house. It's enough. I'm not buying another one for a basement that rarely gets used, so I bought the antenna, which got like this 20-foot cushion. You put it by. It's great. I use it outside and in the basement. You shuttle it back and forth. I use it this weekend for the first time. Outstanding. Is this the flat one that goes on the wall or no? No, no it's like a little cylinder now. Oh. And it's, it, it is, honestly, it's outstanding. I, and not only, did you, not only did I get outside, I got two, four, five, you know, the local channels, which was neat. There had to have been 75 alternate channels like Ion and Pop. And I know you don't watch the cable anymore, but like with legit programming. Where did you, did you get this on Amazon? I did. You have to show me which one you got. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It supposedly has the farthest reach, I believe. Oh, is that right? I believe. I think it was, I think so. I got to double check. It was pretty good though. Yeah. And it wasn't one of these $10 ones. I spent 50 bucks on it. Right. Yeah, I feel better. This is weird. I spend, feel better spending more money on something like that because I feel like I'm going to be on a quality one. You don't want to go to Walgreens and get the As Seen on no. TV one? <laughs> I don't get anything I've seen on TV. Some, yeah, the As Seen on TV, pretty good sometimes. Sometimes. Did you see what happened uh, with the Diamondbacks pitcher, Zach Gallen, Jerry? I did. <clears throat> he uh, ended up... Now, this happened with uh, Randy Johnson Back years in the ago. Day, yeah. Was this also in Arizona where he killed the bird? I believe he was on the Diamondbacks, yeah. Yeah, and I think he was on the mound, right? Yeah, this he, was not this was not live in a game. Yeah, but the Randy Johnson one, he threw a pitch in a game and, and a bird happened to be flying it across and got demolished. Flew a little low and it basically obliterated the bird. Yeah, so this happened uh, to Diamondbacks pitcher Zach Gallon. And wasn't he given a summons for that? Dave, uh, yeah. Dave Winfield in 1983 in Toronto was... He charged. was the one that got the sum, the summons. Mm-hmm. Okay, I knew I knew that happened somewhere because he hit a bird with a ball. Yeah, he was throwing it back from either I don't know if it was in like in between innings warming up or in actual gameplay, but he hit a bird when he threw a ball back. And they arrested him and threw him in Canadian jail. Yeah, they, they did something to him. 
Yeah, he, you're right. He's going to get a summons of some sort. Mm-hmm. So this dude hit a bird accidentally warming up in the outfield. Dead. Now somebody has to go pick that bird up. <laughs> yes, I'm aware. Or it's a rant- bird, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> it's a like, bird, you moron. Like, who's got the job that's got to go clean up the bird that gets hit by a curveball in yeah. warm-ups? Or the guy that's got to go get the squirrel out of the stadium? Or the cat with the long claws? Oh, that, forget it. Like, that's someone's job. Yeah. I, uh, that when they try to get a cat, oh, those cats, you have cats, Jerry. Those cats, when they pull those, nasty. those claws out, yeah, forget very, it. Especially if it's, a, if it's like a loose cat or a... You know, right? Because they're nervous. They're in a ballpark where they're not supposed to be, mm-hmm. and then they have some. some they're scared. Grounds crew person chasing them with a garbage can. Get very defensive. Very defensive. Yeah. And then so, you had the, what was it in in Oakland? The rats? A possum. Oh, possum. That's what it was. Possum poop. Possum poop and possums living in the Correct. press box, and the, which makes no sense. But you got to be very whatever. careful. I know. I know. Hmm. And then I also see, Jerry, that EA Sports, people are excited about this. You know, they do the video game. They do Madden, Mm -hmm. NFL, and they also for a long time did NCAA football. Yes. Which had been gone for a number of years. I guess it's coming back next year. All right. With the players' names and likeness, if the players, the college players, opt in. Why would you not opt in? I don't know. Because you get. I I don't know the details of this. Yeah. I would think if you're going to be paid, though, opt in. Yeah, I guess the difference is. So they, they say the players will get paid, but I don't know. Like, let's say you're a big-time college quarterback. Go get pizzade. Are they going to get pizzade the same as, like, a backup running back who's in the game? I don't know. Again, they... I don't know the details of it. Pay me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been paid back in the day. You know, yeah. I can get it paid for it. I'm all for it. I don't care. <laughs> what was that? That sounded like <laughs> the, the afternoon show with Bill Mazur back in the day at Mickey Mantle's. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It was, it was off air, and I was recording. I don't know. I, re- I don't remember where or how. Play that you know, over. I can get it paid for it. I'm all for it. I don't care. <laughs> it's a piano playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his whiskey going. Or his Casamigos. Holy cow. Yeah, uh, it was February 3rd of 2020. Mm. Right before, before, before the pandemic. And you know what? It could have been during uh, Super Bowl week. Is that possible? Do, 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 Maybe that was a remote. Do, do. February 3rd makes sense. It he, is possible. Yeah. If you get paid, he's all for it. I'm a boomer. <laughs> so are we. Why well, I'm a college football player. I get paid to be in a video game. Sign me yeah, up. And it could have been like when he was waiting to do his sports myth Probably. or something. And I said, hey, grab that for me. Of yeah. course you did. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a break. It's 554 Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the Miami Heat. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about a minute or so left. Not really. Uh, Boomer and Gio coming up in just a moment. What else? Jerry, we lost a wrestling legend yesterday. Superstar Billy Graham. Oh, not Hulk away. Hogan. Okay. Not Hulk Hogan. Uh, superstar Billy, Billy Graham. Billy Graham, the evangelist? No, you see, this confused me too when I was a little kid. Uh, superstar Billy Graham uh, was a wrestler, and then I knew there was Billy Graham, the, uh, what do you call him, the evangelist? evangelist. Then there was Bill Graham, the concert promoter. I was so confused. There was like multiple Billy Grahams. A lot of William Grahams. A lot of William Grahams. Was it, I don't remember him as a wrestler. Yeah, he was like at the tail end. When I- WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.